Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Joe and Jake from TalentWall on today, and so we're going to get both of them to introduce. Those are actually two different people. That's not a person named Joe Jake. Um, those are two different people, two different co-founders of TalentWall, and we're going to get them to both introduce themselves and TalentWall. We're going to get into the use case uh, for TalentWall. So, Joe, why don't you go first? Introduce yourself. Hi. Yeah. Thanks, William. I'm uh, Joe Advent. I'm co-founder at TalentWall. Um, dealing mostly with operations and um, product, and my background is recruiting. And Jake? Yep, I'm Jake, uh, co-founder, CEO. Um, primary focus um, on a day-to-day point is really more around sales and product as well, um, along with all the other stuff that comes with being a small, scrappy startup. But um, right. Yeah. Also, back, background is recruiting. I've been, you know, recruiting since my first gig out of university on the agency side. <laughs> Transitioned over to startups. Um, have been head of talent at a couple of sort of growth stage startups, scaling from like thirty to ninety. And um, yeah, and so that's why we sort of build a product because that's where our expertise is. And that's where your frustration was as well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, Joe, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what is Talentwall? Tell us about the product. Yeah, Talent Wall is um, a, a really essentially what it boils down to is a visualization um, tool. So, um, what the thing, and you're right to call out our pain points uh, being a big driver, um, a big pain point that we were both dealing with was just the lack of visibility into product, um, product pipeline, candidate pipelines. Um, being able to get data around, you know, all the metadata around your candidates. So how long have they been stuck where they are for, um, you know, what proportion of them are from what sources, and then be able to answer those questions like, you know, which is my most effective source for me? Where am I getting my diversity candidates from? Um, you know, which recruiters are the most efficient and how can I spread that knowledge throughout the rest of the team? Um, so really, it's this visualization tool that hooks into your ATS at the moment, primarily greenhouse. Um, and then you get to see all this great data and information. Well, you know, both of you have dealt with ATSs since, uh, since you've been a recruiter. So, you know, the whole bit on ATSs um, and there's under leverage uh, utilization of the ATS and also data inside the ATS. So one of the things I want to make sure that, that the audience understands is Y'all are a layer on top of the ATS that helps uh, visualize what they what they ha- currently have also in the ATS. Is that correct, Jake? That's right. It is a visualization layer that sits on top of the ATS. The way that we think about it is that the ATS is effectively your system of record, and it is your it's a database. And we are again a visual and even interactive layer that sits on top because there are some things that you can do from a candidate management component. Um, where recruiters, you know, will truly start their day in talent wall and then sort of navigate the vast majority of their workflow in there um, and then go into the ATS when needed when, they're, when they run into limitations. Do I, uh, Joe, do I remember uh, drag and drop as a part of some of the functionality or, or the, the visualization process? 
you do yes and that kind of tactile kind of you know things that you do literally if you had a card stuck on a wall that kind of way of interacting with the data i think is so important um we definitely found that and from our <laughs> experiences <laughs> you know you don't become a, a recruiter because you really are excited about data entry you usually become a recruiter because you really like people and solving these puzzles and helping people find jobs and and the whole process of moving people through the through a pipeline is um you know very motivating and so that kind of ability to do that drag and drop was important to us to to keep you can do it in trello you know this project management tools we really liked that for the for the candidate experience side too for recruiters well, it also makes it easier for the hiring manager and recruiter, sourcers if they're involved, and the candidate just to be able to move from stage to stage. Let's say it's a nine-stage process. I've got an interview with different people, et cetera. Just being able to click on something and then dragging it to the next stage, I'm assuming that there's communication layers and things that can happen there uh, from job to job and client to, to client, but just the ease of use. Again, Greenhouse is actually – really easy to use it's the uh, ui is pretty pretty slick i mean it's actually pretty easy to use but this is something on top of that that makes it even easier to use is that well, correct and part of that yeah and part of that is is because you know nowadays in recruiting there's so many different different um people involved in the process right different hiring managers <coughs> coordinators recruiters sourcers and so um it's important to have this sort of unified unified um centralized viewpoint, like one of our customers recently called talent wall, the single pane of glass into their ATS, right? So it's where all the different parts that <clears throat> across the organization are using to visualize and understand what's going on with recruiting. It really sort of opens up that black box that typically is recruiting and recruiting data to the rest of the org. Um, so the oversimplification is helpful because then the adoption within, within the organization at these various levels like hiring managers and executives, um, we see a pretty, pretty good adoption from them. Um, so yeah, so it certainly helps in that regard. So one of the things I want to ask is when you first visualize their ATS, the data that's already in their ATS, how shocked are they, Joe? On <laughs> 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 a scale of one to, you know, like really shut no, uh, you know, one to 10, how shocked are they at like what they already have? You know, that's, that I love the video calls because, you know, a <laughs> expression is perfect, but it's, it's where we lose them on the call because we do the integration, they see their own data. And then oftentimes there's one or two other, you know, other folks on the call from the customer side. And immediately the conversation says, wait, so-and-so is here. They shouldn't be in this stage. They should be, you know, did, did, didn't we book them for the next interview or wait, there's still an offer. No, they've <laughs> been high. And immediately, and it's so gratifying to see, right. When you, um, that's what it's for. That's why it's like that. And it, and to see it working is, is pretty fun. So Joe, you've mentioned pipelines uh, a few times so far. How far out do you go? Um, in, in terms of. Yeah. Pipelining can go all the way out to sourcing, right? So, so we don't know who they yeah. are and yeah. then you go all the way to onboarding. So pipeline and the conversions of pipelines can go all the way across. So I'm just wondering about the edges of, of talent wall are. Yeah, the first, so mm, we have some stuff in beta. That, <laughs> do Don't do tell that? me your secrets, Joe. <laughs> okay. Jake's going to come through the phone and slap me. Don't, no, just tell me. Kick me under the table. In the, yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, fair. 
Um, so yeah, we have some stuff in beta, but um, right now it's from the point at which um, the candidates have opted into the process. So, okay. you know, the application stage, right through to to offer and hire, and then we don't go beyond that either yet in terms of um, onboarding and what have you. Right. Just to just for a little more clarification on the product, it's been I think it's been a, a while since um, I've shown you you know connected with you on this, but. Um, I guess it does extend a little bit beyond the hire because now the sort of second component of talent wall is reports and analytics, right? Um, really custom self-service data. And so it's, you know, we're showing you all of your hired candidates information, your time to hire time to fill all that kind of stuff. And so I don't know, that's, it's not part of that linear progression, but it is something that goes beyond just like, you know, managing a candidate from application to. to sure. Office. Do you, uh, do either of you see a future in internal mobility? Um, well, I mean, it, it, hmm, I think that's already happening in a way where you've got right. an internal job posting via greenhouse, right? Or via that's the good point. Um, somebody so internally applies for it. because it is a live job. Um, but that, that in general is outside of the realm of, of our product. Right, 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 right. So when you, okay, so now let's pivot to when you first show this to folks, because you're closely, currently you're closely and uh, aligned with Greenhouse or one of their tight integration partners, et cetera. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you typically pitch? Do you pitch through Greenhouse? Uh, they're a Greenhouse customer and then you come on uh, along after that, or do you go out and find your own customers and then bring them to Greenhouse? How's that, uh, how's that process work so far? All of the above. Um, <laughs> Joe and I were just talking at a, at a sales related call and um, we're looking through our sort of, what are our source of, not source of hire, but source of deals, right? Or source of sales. And about half of them are actually from just word of mouth, right? right. So, uh, you know, as, as most industries are, recruiting is a small, tight-knit community, especially those in the startup world, which tends to be startup and scale-up, right? Um, tends to be Greenhouse's sweet spot. Um, customer base. And so we get really good word of mouth, um, lots of recruiters because there's such, um, I guess, mobility from one company to another, one startup to another, um, will bring us into their new company where they go. Um, but beyond that, we, you know, we do work closely with Greenhouse and they, they customer success folks will send us over um, referrals and then otherwise just blind outreach. We don't really have a marketing engine up and running yet, um, at least a, you know, coherent one, but um, yeah, it's either emailing, emailing customers blindly or, or generally referrals. Okay, good. Joe, when you do a demo <laughs> and you show people talent wall and, and Jake, uh, obviously I want you to, to, to add into these, there's three, three questions, a lot, three sure. lines of questions that I want to ask is a, what questions do they ask when you show the demo? Um, B what questions should they ask? And see what questions would you like to retire from them from asking. <laughs> so, so we'll take so we'll take those one by one. But basically, you show uh, practitioners. You know, you got a demo, and and uh, I think and Jake, you got a demo here in a little bit. But you show them a demo, and after the big reveal, you know, there's a bunch of questions. So let's go through the first part of that. What are typically the questions that they ask? We. I think get questions like, um, and does it do this X, whatever it is. Um, and usually it does already, or we are actively building it. Um, we get questions about integration, implementation, mm -hmm. a decent amount. 
um, yeah, a lot of, I'd say a lot, a lot of logistical stuff, you know, um, how, what does the integration process look like? Mm -hmm. um, some people that are more engaged, it's always clear. Um, you, know, you can tell, you can pick up different right. roles, right? But the ones who are asking about product roadmap and where we're going with it, those are always um, interesting that we like to answer yeah. and um, sort of talk shop with them. Um, but generally, it's, 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 I wish I had a better, more, more. Um, no, you're, you're knowing exactly what. You're knowing exactly what I want, the implementation and, and integration. So when somebody, obviously, you get somebody that asks the question, those types of questions, those are deeply probative. You can tell there's a real interest there. Yeah. Um, what is that? What's the general answer when they say, hey, we want to turn this on? We've seen everything. We, we like everything we've seen. We want to go forward. How long would this take to, uh, to inter implement or roll out, let's just say? We need to set up another 30 minute call. That's literally all it is because it's super straightforward. It's just a matter wow. of the API. Um, obviously, there's more to that in, in the rollout process, right? Um, right, of course. If they're integrated, then we'll do as many you know onboarding sessions in person. Well, not in person anymore, but live onboarding sessions um, with their recruiting with the recruiting team, the coordinator team, hiring managers, whoever needs that. Um, but yeah, the actual act of integrating the product and getting them live is is quite simple. That um, that helps because of your of your deep partnership with with Greenhouse. Yeah. Because yeah, now um, it's like turning something on, and then you've got to then obviously train and teach and go through the workflow stuff for for them. But uh, okay, so those those are typically the questions that they ask. Is there anything else before we move to the next one? Um, not really. Price, all that. Yeah. Just <laughs> What? They ask yeah. about price? That's crazy. That's yeah. the one I want to retire, not to get ahead of it. Yeah, no, no, no. That's <laughs> fair enough. All right. What questions, again, both of you have been practitioners and still are practitioners. What questions should they be asking when they buy from you? So we get asked this occasionally, and I wish more people would ask, and it's um, around how are other customers using this? Oh, nice. Because um, there's, you know, the thing the story with the elephant and people think it's a trunk or a you know whatever part of it they see mm -hmm. they think that's it and there's various different aspects to talent wall and some of those seem very obvious to different people and they might be missing some other parts of value to be eked out so i always yeah. like if someone asks that and and if they don't we usually tell them but right yeah. right <laughs> Yeah, and, and the, the tricky thing is, is because it's such a, it, first of all, it's a new product, right? So they already don't know. It's like not something that they currently have in their workflow, right? It's a new tool. It's a new part of what hopefully will eventually be part of their day-to-day -day workflow. Um, so I'd love to, I, I do like that question that Joe mentioned. Um, and I think the other, the other thing is, is, is I wish they would, not everybody understands all the different use cases for the product, right? Right, that's what right. This is about right and there's and there's a lot of them there's like recruiters helping them understand their own priorities for the day and really being a task management tool and then there's recruiting leaders to almost help them um better manage the overall hiring as a, as a whole almost like a hiring management platform is what we kind of call it um and then also there's the hiring manager use case which is actually about half of our users overall um our hiring managers where they're using talent wall as their go-to source of truth for what's going on with their pipeline and so it's like each of those will resonate with different teams. And so if they would, you know, I wish they would ask more comprehensively, like explain the use case across the org. How does it really fit in? Cause they'd come with these sort of, um, I guess, preconceived notions about what the product is and, and what it isn't. And um, oftentimes they're surprised once we really get into it. And once they actually roll it out, 
on, on their end um, and see the value that it is adding beyond what their initial expectation was. Well, I, can, I can see that because they don't know what they don't know. You're yep. showing them something that, that's new and it's not just new singularly or, or one dimensionally. It's got many dimensions to it. And so again, getting, getting back to Joe, what, what Joe said, giving them some insight into how other customers are using it or leveraging it, I guess, uh, and saying, okay, if you're thinking about like collaboration with hiring managers, here's a here's how one of our customers does this really well. You know, if you're thinking about for task management, and uh, you know, making sure that that you know some of your junior recruiters kind of can stay on uh, focus. Here's how some of our best customers use that. You know, like I can see. It's almost like slide after slide. I can see people, you know, showing them different ways to use uh, yeah. some of the, the intended uses. I'm sure you have some unintended uses that you probably uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you've discovered through this process. But uh, that's this is good. This is uh, this is all good. Let's get to the retire and the buying questions in particular. Um, and and again, y'all have bought software. Uh, both of you have bought software, so you, you've been on the buying side, and you're you're obviously on the sell side now. Um, what what questions, and, and it's not just questions, but actions and behaviors, so we just get rid of and just stop doing. Uh, hmm. And it's okay. okay. It's, be brutal. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hate it, but I, I sometimes um um. Just ask, like, I don't feel like pricing needs to be an upfront conversation necessarily. Like, it's because it's more about value, right? Like, let's talk about the value that this can provide you and then figure out how to, you know, how pricing works from that angle um, to better equip them as recruiting leaders to go in and, and get budget if there's no budget available. Um, there's just so many different avenues that we can take once we get your product live and, and running internally um, that it's just, it just feels a little bit premature. Um, so that's that, I mean, it's not that big of an issue, but I'm, it's a bit of a right. stretch, but, um, other things that I would want to retire. Um, I know Joe wants us to retire the, the idea of, um, you know, trials and pilot programs and just go straight to sales, uh, <laughs> easier said than done. Yeah. Um, but it is something that we found to be quite effective for us. Cause it's like, let's see your own data, you know, as a recruiter and former recruiting leader, like I've been on the receiving end of shiny new recruiting tools that literally oh, sure. Right. And so there is a lot of value as much as it adds to our process and our sales process um, for certain customers um, where really letting you see, see it firsthand. Like, is this going to bake into your, your actual day to day in your recruiting process or is it not? And if not, you know, don't, don't buy it obviously. So, yeah. Um, right. And so there's, there's a lot of value in that, but I don't know. I, Joe. Yeah. I've had all this extra thinking time and I'm not, I don't have anything. I don't think I want them okay. to, partly because you know what, even when they ask a question and I think, oh, that's, you're so, maybe you ask a question and, and it reveals something to me that I don't want revealed. Like, oh, you're actually not that engaged or you haven't been listening to a word I said or whatever it is. I, I, it's still a good data point. Oh, so, yeah. you know how um, for recruiters who interview all the time and sometimes you get to the end of the interview and you say to the candidate, now what questions do you have for me? And it's such a revealing <laughs> part of the interview and the candidate thinks the interview's over and that's when you're like, I'm all ears right now. And so, you know, for me, even the bad questions, I'm doing air quotes that you can't see, but even the bad questions are still so kind of revealing of, of what's going on and, and 
and helps kind of understand where their head's at that I want to I don't want to retire any of it William no 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 you just want to learn yeah. from it I so, want to learn I like it all yeah, go ahead. I was going to. I mean, one of my one of my least favorite questions. Now that I think about it, is can you send over your MSA for our lawyers to review? Oh, um, you know what? They would retire that. Yeah, <laughs> I can as, as soon as I shoot myself in the foot. Yes, I will send that over right when I get the bullet out of my out of my leg. All right. So when when folks when practitioners your your peers when they're thinking about talent wall. Uh, and they're relating it back to price, quality, and speed. Does this make a? Is, does this reduce our cost in in hiring? Uh, that's price, not price of the software. Quality. Mm -hmm. Does this increase the quality of our hire? Speed. Does this make us faster? How they typically think of talent wall? One in three. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like what you did there. You, you, you one, two, and three. All like all done. Next. Yeah, I think uh, it's pri primarily the 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 time saved. Right. Um, is huge for hiring managers who are already. I mean, you don't get to be a hiring manager because you have time to do all the work already. Like you're hiring because you don't have time to do all the work already. Right. And and now you're spending some of your you know scarce time on hiring that you already didn't have time to do. And so for hiring, and oftentimes, you know, those are the expensive folks in the organization as well that um, could be spending their time doing higher value add for the organization things. So time saving is huge. And then costs per hire just because of the way, A, we're saving right. the time, it's a knock on effect of that. Um, and, and then you're making them faster because of the workflow. Yeah. Yes, and so you get that seat filled more quickly, okay. and they're producing faster in turn. Yeah, yeah, and as a result, your recruiters are having more time to do things like sourcing great candidates and giving their current candidates more, you know, a better candidate experience throughout the process. And right, um, all that time back, it's yeah, it's hard to explain the you know sometimes the the ROI because again because it's a robust product that helps. No, no, I don't, I don't think it's that hard to. I mean, it, you know. Uh, I think it's easy for them to get once they once they see it. I think right. it, you know again getting them into seeing the software is the job. The, the job, but once they see it, I, I can't help but think that they're going to see the efficiency. Just to be able to just the workflow itself will solve. Like I can get some some of my time back and then do something more strategic. Um, two real quick things. One is how do they ask for how do you how do they tell you that they ask for budget? Uh, once they see it, they fall in love with it. They, they say yes to it. This is we got to do this. Now, what do you what do you perceive are their next steps to then go and get budget for town hall? Um, well, ideally, they've already carved out budget, or they have they have remaining budget for their tool spend. Um, I think I sort of mentioned or alluded to this earlier, but like there's a few different ways that they can go get budget if they're truly tight. That's that's when where you know they have to go convince the CFO or whomever is, is holding that budget um, access to them. Um, one thing that really works well for us is getting that hiring manager buy-in. And so that's where it's really mm. necessary to have the-, the um, That's uh, where my next question was. And last yeah. question was, is actually, what do, what do hiring managers, what, is their, what are their thoughts about uh, talent wall? So that's where a lot of time that final push for budget helps, right? Where the VP of engineering, this is, this is finally that sort of bird's eye view, this understanding of, of how is the pipeline going is is there for them and they you know can see that they no longer need to go you know 
uh, bother recruiting for some specific report. And it's all about self-service access. And so we've got all of these different parts of the org that are seeing the value in it throughout the, throughout the sort of buying process. Um, and because it's visual, they don't have to be a recruiter. They don't have to be steeped in uh, talent acquisition, right? So they, they can be their software engineer or whatever, the hiring manager. They can be great at what they do, log in, look in talent wall and say, okay, I understand what's going on here. Yep. And so, I mean, anytime that we agree to do a, a free trial with the customer, we always insist that it gets into the hands of um, hiring, yep, particularly on the engineering side, because they're already used to looking at their uh, or to managing their work in this sort of visual um, card right. now right. using Jira or whatever to manage right. their uh, product roadmaps. And so it really, it gets really sticky with them. Well, this um, is, so that's helpful. Well, this has been fantastic. First of all, thank you. I know both of y'all are super busy. I appreciate your time. Uh, it's, it's been a wonderful use of, of time and I think it's going to help people understand talent wall and uh, just thank y'all. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And thanks to everyone listening to Use Case Podcast. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.